the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank y'all for coming. Thank you at home for watching and those listening by radio. This is The Christian View. We take today's hot topics and weigh them against the Word of God because God does have a view. Amen? Amen. I want to thank um, Ann White for coming today. So Ann has been on, you were on when the the Christian View just, when it first came out. Yes, it was just really surreal today coming in the studio. It was wonderful to be back. Thanks for inviting me to come back and co-host today. I'm so glad you're here. And Ann, you are with Courage for Life. That is is your ministry, Courage for Life. So we'll talk more about that later. But um, but, um, today's topic, we're going to talk about how to share the gospel. And yeah. it's a, it sounds like an easy topic, but in, in the research I did, 95% of Christians have a hard time sharing their faith and sharing, and sharing the gospel, Trudy. So let's, let's just talk about it. Um, there are some who are just born to be evangelists yes. and they can just go out and share and talk. But for the average person, why do you think it's so hard, but yet so important to share the gospel? So I think it's summed up in one word, Trudy, and that's fear. I think we have fear of what people think. I think we have fear of rejection. And I also think we have fear of not having all the right answers when people say, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? Or if God is good, then why dot, dot, dot? So, you know, I think that's a big thing, but uh, the, the word of God has the answer for everything we're concerned about. And it says that the fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts mm. in the Lord is kept safe. Right. And to the second part of, you know, why is it important is because Jesus commanded it. It was yes. his last words right. after his resurrection to the disciples to go and make disciples of all, you know, I'm sorry, to um, go into all the world and preach the good news to all creations. Right. So, I mean, we're commanded by God. So at the end of the day, it's not about pleasing people. It's about pleasing God. Right. And yeah. that's so true. The importance of it all, you know, it's a matter of life and death. Yes. And yes. I think sometimes we miss the fact that, you know, we are God's agents in bringing life and make sure that not only that people have life, but that they have life in the afterlife mm-hmm. because all of us are getting back up. Everybody's yeah. going to see him. But the question is, where are you going after that? And like you right. say, nothing else really matters. We get so caught up in the day to day and so nothing true. else matters about where we're going to spend eternity. Yeah. But I think so, so often we are afraid, mm-hmm. and I don't think we've been taught practical ways right. to share yes. the gospel. I know in international missions, we're often taught, you go over and this is how, you know, so your church will teach you. But so often, we don't get that in our churches. Right. Yeah. Right. But, right. And I think we need that in discipleship, Absolutely. you know, even just learning the basics like the yeah. Romans road and, mm-hmm. and getting yes. those scriptures right. Right. D- down in our spirit. Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. 
uh, Romans 5, 8, Christ died for right, us. Right. You know, Romans 10, 9, confess with your mouth, believe with your heart. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ is Lord and you will be saved. Right. Not that it's a cookie cutter or sales yes. pitch. Right. You know, we're not salesmen. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know what we believe to begin with, mm-hmm. then you're going to have a more difficult time right. and be intimidated to share. Yes. The, the right. breakdown right there, as you, as you brought up, is discipleship. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think we've strayed from the model of discipleship. And so, yeah. you know, when, when we're instructed by Christ what to go do within the church so that we can be effective outside of the church, if we don't do what was, if we don't start with, you know, what's number one, then we can't, you know, we can't go out and actually uh, effectively evangelize people. Mm-hmm. The key word, Kim, when you said, you know, um, when we're talking about how, why it's so difficult to share, a lot of us think that we got to come up with a, a script. We have yeah, to have right, a narrative right. to speak from when definitely, as you stated, it's something that we model. Mm-hmm. If we go out and yes. we live it every day, right. if we, you know, many of us are not living it. That's and it. then, you know, like on the job, you're not, you know, and all of a sudden when there's an opportunity to really talk about Christ, now you pull back because, you know, this coworker over here, they heard you using mm-hmm. profanity. Right. You were talking to you or your lifestyle was not demonstrating right. godly right. characteristics. And now all of a sudden you have a hard time trying to bring it back in and become that that salesperson right. in that moment when really you should have been the role right. model. Right. Satan just, shuts us right. down. Yes. Walking yes. the walk and talking the talk. Yeah. But and you know, Lisa, I mean, Jesus said to us, the harvest is plentiful, but right. the workers are few. Yes. So this is not a new issue. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is something that has been going on for many, many years. So it's about encouraging mm-hmm. when we teach others yeah. and then encourage them to right. pass it on. And, and I think children. we have to know that we know that we know, yes. that, we know yes. that we have yes. the answer. And I think yeah. when, we're talking, to, yeah. Yeah, when we're talking to Muslims, when we're talking mm-hmm. to Buddhists, we have to know without a yeah. doubt, right. a shadow of a doubt, when they come to us with crisis, I need prayer. Mm-hmm. Will you pray with me? Or, you know, mm-hmm. can you help mm-hmm. me? Yeah. We we have the answer, yes. and his name is Jesus. It's his name yes. is Jesus. And it goes, yes. I want to go back to Trudy's good point about fear. Yeah. You know, walking, mm-hmm. having that fear, and how do we overcome mm-hmm. that fear? Because I think a lot of people have that. Yeah. You know, the devil's a liar, right. but he's right. going to put things in our head to make us think, gosh, Always. if I share that, that's going to offend. Or if I share that, you know, what are they going to mm-hmm. think? So, And you know what I think is that it goes back to our personal experience with our salvation. Yes, and yes. we know what God did for us, what mm-hmm. he's delivered us from, what, what Jesus has done in our lives. And no one can take that away from you. Right. They might can refute a scripture, mm-hmm. but they can't refute what has happened to your own personal life mm-hmm. because of your relationship right. with and the Lord. It, well, I agree. And is it really fear or is it embarrassment? Mm-hmm. Good you know, I have to get to where Paul talks in Romans 1, 16, for I'm not ashamed mm-hmm. right. of the gospel of Jesus Christ for us, the power of God. Nothing Amen. exists feeling like preaching, but we have <laughs> you can, you can preach. the you power can of preach. God unto salvation, you know, to all of us. And I think that's where we get sometimes that we get almost, we allow the enemy or circumstance to embarrass us, right. but he told us we're the light. Yeah. When we step yeah. in that room, we bring a different yes. kind of yes. right. And we're, and we're commanded right. really to, to walk in courage because mm-hmm. the, the bottom line is that all of us feel that fear. Mm-hmm. All of us get embarrassed. Oh, all of us yeah. have yes. the same emotional, you mm-hmm. know, end up in that same emotional state. But the reality of it is that we have to take courage right. and do it anyway in the face of yes. fear. And once you find out that you do that, that fear actually moves out of the way. And mm-hmm. Until you do it, you mm-hmm. won't know. Because the voices of our culture right now, yeah. political correctness, yeah. oh are God. telling us don't do this. Right. You're going to get shut right. down. You shouldn't do this. You're going to be right. like, yeah, rejected. Right. Stay tuned. We'll be right back more on the Christian view and how to share the gospel. We are talking about how to share our faith in the gospel. And, you know, Cameron, we understand we need to do it. We understand we're supposed to do it. We've kind of talked about that. We talked about fear that prevents us from doing it. But let's 
give the, the viewers practical ways to share the gospel to those wow. the Lord brings in our path? Well, you know, a couple of things. I think, you know, we talked about it already from the perspective of sometimes it's bad, bad doctrine, bad teaching, because mm-hmm. a man shall not live by, you know, going witnessing alone kind of a thing, because we have turned it into going witnessing. And I think uh, uh, Brother Lee uh, brought it out really well. You, you're dealing with, if you live as a Christian every day, then it, it, it becomes less hard, if you would, to have to mm-hmm. share whenever God makes that opportunity. Yes. And so if we understand the lifestyle of a Christian, we yes. are Christian. We are witnesses. It's not something that we do. Mm-hmm. That's who we are. Yeah, so right, that's right. plain and simple. Then you're dealing with uh, a relational perspective. You've got to get to meet people. You've got to know people. We're supposed to know the lost. I mean, mm-hmm. the majority of us mm-hmm. live in the marketplace. And so that means that you should have a lot of friends that are unsaved. They're not your enemy. All right. right? Yeah. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Amen. So we need to understand yeah. that. But also, we need to take a look at the perspective of when we are dealing with, with, with evangelism, we have to be need meters. We have to be mm-hmm. people yes, find that need. suppliers mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. society. People will follow the God who saves them. Yes. And so God wants to save mm-hmm. the world through you. So if you will do that, they will follow you to your God. Mm-hmm. And so it's the simplicity of going out and meeting needs. And most of the times, Christians have... You know, taken away the 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 the, uh, the mandate, if you would, for them actually, you know, sheltering the, mm-hmm. the, the uh, those who are in need and, and feeding the lost. And, yeah. you know, that well, it helps to open the yeah. door. Yes. You know, when you help meet someone's yes. needs, like, as mm-hmm. you said, you're opening the door to that conversation. Mm-hmm. You're building that relationship, and that comes first. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah, love I mean, what just just in, the, in uh, 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 the simplicity of things that I've seen happen, and my wife and, and I, we well, if you go out. And if you just pray over your food, mm-hmm. yes. you have the yes. right to possess right exactly. to. You know, you'll be surprised the, the, how that opens up a conversation with somebody next to you. Yes. 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 To your point, I, was, I wanted to read this little thing that Joel Osteen wrote. He said, whether you realize it or not, people are watching yes. you. Right. They, are watch, they watch how you dress, how you take care of your home, how you work, and how you treat others. The scripture talks about believers representing God here on earth. Mm-hmm. So we are supposed to be the light of the world, right. just mm-hmm. like you said. And he said, not Non-believers may not listen to what you believe, mm-hmm. but they will certainly watch how you live. Right. Well, that's what I remember that. when I first, you know, coming into salvation, even I remember this being young and I was put in one of the aspects of youth ministry. And I remember one of the older um, people that we were charged with that were actually the persons who actually were responsible for the groups and they were checking in with us. But I remember them making us learn second Corinthians three and two, mm-hmm. you are an epistle written in our hearts, yes. known and read of all men. Right. And back then I didn't understand why that was so important, mm-hmm. but what they were teaching us was that people are going to see what you do yes. right. and they're going to watch what you do more than what they hear you mm-hmm. say. Absolutely. And a lot of times, you know, we get up and we'll talk the talk, but we won't walk the right. walk. Mm-hmm. And if we're really going to help people, then we really have to be that example be that epistle. Be an example of love. Right. You know, I think we've got to love, 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 love and give till it hurts. Give till it hurts. And you know, when people stop us and they say, you know, uh, I've got these issues and, you know, sometimes we just pat them on the head and we'll say, well, I'll pray for Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that opportunity right then and there to say, you know what, let's, do you mind if I pray for you right now? Can Mm -hmm. we just stop Mm -hmm. and pray? And don't embarrass a person and try to call attention to them, but, you know, discreetly pray for them. And oftentimes the Holy Spirit just comes in and they just melt. Mm -hmm. They break. Well, then they they see the love, the love of Christ, you know, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. And we are his hands and feet. 
hands and feet. Yeah. And so if we are going out into the world mm-hmm. and being that, they're going to see that love. Right. And oftentimes what I've found in the middle of prayer, you can kind of stop and say, you know what, have you ever given your life to Jesus mm-hmm. Christ? Mm-hmm. So, m- many times I'll say, no, no, I haven't. Right. Would you like to do that mm-hmm. right now? Let's just settle that right, right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I found also is that, you know, when you're dealing with, with relationships and, and lifestyle evangelism, uh, people... They, all they need to know is who to come to when they have a need. Yes. And so sometimes it's really a matter of, of living that life in front of them long enough for them to know when, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's the, the 12th mm-hmm. hour, you know, there's someone that you can come to because they know that they've seen and they've experienced That's Christ you right. know, through mm-hmm. your life. And I, I think also an, another thing that we need to understand, and I, I think we miss it in the church, is that there's an, an excellence that Christ is, that the world follows. Mm-hmm. And if we will master yes. ourselves, yes. master our craft, master all of what God gave us to do in the natural world, mm-hmm. I think the world will want to follow someone who's excellent in whatever I agree. Right. Not I agree. Too. Not right. yeah. They will definitely yeah. be drawn to you. Mm-hmm. And I think it is getting past that fear that you yes. talked about. It is taking the first step, right. having the courage to say, you know what, it might be difficult, I might get rejected, mm-hmm. but I'm going to try this because I think... Um, I know I had an assignment in a seminary class I was in, you know, to go out and, you know, share the gospel three times during one day. Right. It was like, okay, wow. I'm in the Verizon store. Right. You know, and it was all that it was striking. That was my first place. Right. Wow. Up a conversation and the girl on the other side is completely stoic. And so, mm-hmm. but it was breaking down the, and right. I had to stay there for a while, mm-hmm. but making yourself do it. Right. And then it becomes easier. Practice mm-hmm. makes perfect. My um, process, I love the practice makes perfect. My uncle, he's in his nineties. He carries, and I meant to bring one today a small bead that's red mm-hmm. and he'll go up to someone and he'll shake their hand when he's leaving or checking out, shake their hand and he'll have it in his hand and that's they'll good. look at it and say, what is it? He goes, it's a sm- the small drop of blood that Jesus died mm-hmm. for you for. Oh and my it leads to, to a, con- now yeah. that's, that's kind of dramatic, but it, it, leads, is it leads to a conversation <laughs> yeah. for, and he carries seven a day and Aww. he's 92 and, and, now. Yeah. And the Bible teaches us he that winning souls must be wise. I had similar mm-hmm. to you. I remember I had an opportunity to speak at a corporation and um, they had told me there were a couple of people there that were atheists. And, you know, and of course, me being a pastor. But I spoke, and at the end of the conversation, one of the gentlemen came up to me who just happened to be an atheist. And uh, I was thinking, like, okay, what is he getting ready to say to me? And he said, okay, he said, I heard everything that you did in that. He said, you presented it so well. He said, I really actually enjoyed it. And I actually, I was talking about the gospel story and I talked it in the terms of humanity. Right. It's all in how we present it mm-hmm. because the Bible says, he that winning souls must be wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now here about three years later, this man who's an atheist has even told me, he said, you know what, one day I'm going to visit your church. Amen. <laughs> saying, God is breaking all of yeah. that down yeah. because they're seeing something. Yes, yes. Yes. Good. yes. God does that. He does do that. He is faithful. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more on The Christian View. Welcome back back to The Christian View. We're talking about sharing our faith, sharing sharing the gospel. Um, And I'm reminded of the scripture in Mark 4 where Jesus wasn't accepted in his own home Mm -hmm. when he went to preach the gospel. So, Anne, I want to talk to you because you do a lot of missions. And so I want to just find, is it easier to share and are people more receptive when you go over seize on your mission trips to share Jesus. You know, to your first point, is it easier? It is often easier because we're prepared, as we were talking Mm, before. When you get prepared for a mission trip, your church or your group that you're going with often prepares you. Um, I brought a little book today that this is one of the Harvest Field trainings. And it's just so easy to do, but so often our church doesn't do it for here in the United States. We're going to go overseas. Then to your second point where you said, are they more responsive? 
I find that they are more responsive. There's a church on every corner in the United States. We've kind of watered down, you know, our gospel message here in the United States, I feel. And so often when you go to a third world country, hard times make people more responsive to the gospel. Mm -hmm. So it breaks down. It makes them more humble. Mm -hmm. When we go through hard times, that's when we draw to our Savior. That's when we're open-minded. Right. Do you think, though, there's not a need for Jesus in America? It, I mean, I just, you know, because our life is replaced. There are areas in America, and I have mm-hmm. seen them in stateside missions, right. that are, would probably be on the same level as third world right. country conditions. Mm-hmm. Maybe even worse That's in right. some yes. situations mm-hmm. with the drug addiction right. and that type thing mm-hmm. and what it leads to. Uh, we saw in Phoenix people living in homes in 120 degree right. heat with no, no electricity, no running water, <laughs> going to the bathroom in the backyard, uh, keeping uh, prostitutes in the house right. and not allowing them to have shoes so that they could run and leave and just death desperate situations. And um, one time I ran across a man who had a newborn baby, middle of January, it was freezing cold in Phoenix. He was pushing the baby down the street in a a baby care, a stroller, and no clothes on the baby, no clothes. And brand new newborn baby his wife had had in prison. And I stopped him, had a conversation with him. You know, I said, uh, would it be all right if I prayed for you? And he said, lady, he pulls up his shirt and he had a huge knife. He said, lady, people get killed for asking right. questions like that around mm-hmm. here. And I don't know, but the Holy Spirit just put on my heart, ask him to pray for his kids. Right. Mm-hmm. I said, well, would it be okay for us to pray for your children? And he broke. Yeah. He mm-hmm. said, nobody's ever asked me right. that before. Wow. So yeah. there are children suffering, children yes. who right. are in the balance mm-hmm. in America. Yeah, I believe right. that. And I remember on a street corner down by where we live, there was a young man who had just gotten out of prison. He was a drug dealer. The same thing. He did yeah. not want prayer. He did yeah. not. He had, he had that wall up that I believe sometimes mm-hmm. in third world countries, they don't have that wall up, but he had a wall up. And even when I go out to the bluffs in Atlanta, there's a wall up of people. They're like, give me what you want to give me. Give me the food that you're bringing me. Yes. Don't, don't share right. Jesus with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and I think too, even on a, what, whatever you want to call it, a more mm, affluent level that we are in a really dangerous place of not being able to share the gospel because people don't want to hear it. People don't think they've sinned. They don't think there's a reason to to need redemption. And then corporations, I don't know if you guys have heard this term, but I heard it just recently. It's called a corporate sensitivity officer Mm -hmm. and Google and Mm -hmm. Apple, those type of corporations, they have those. And if they hear (laughs) you speaking of things like Mm -hmm. the gospel or anything that maybe men and women were created Mm -hmm. differently, Right. There was a young man that was fired for that very, really? for stating yeah. that very reason. Um, his name was James Damore, and he was fired from Google because he said, you know, I think that biologically there is some evidence to prove that we're different, men and women are different. Well, that totally was against their cult, corporate ethics, right. and he was fired. So, you know, to say about the, the danger of spreading the gospel becoming dangerous, I think in our country it is becoming it, it, dangerous It is, and, I, and again, and we, we talked about that, that fear perspective mm-hmm. uh, even earlier. You're dealing with now, again, Christians are afraid mm-hmm. because to say what losing, they believe. Right. Exactly, yes. Because, because, because they're their being jobs discriminated. And everything else yeah. are being discriminated yeah. against. They're, they're being, the persecution is real right now in America yes, and we, Christianity. And so we yeah. need to understand that it's only going to get worse, so yes. therefore we yes. have to really take so a stand true. now. Mm-hmm. And, that's and I was, know how to do these right. things. 
like Anne's right. book and that's what I was going to actually that kind of thing. Yeah. Bring that point in because yeah. people have gotten so apathetic. Right. The love yeah. of many has already waxed cold. So mm-hmm. then, if you go into a cold world, but we have to still understand that the mandate is still there. You know, regardless of how they respond, we still must um, spread the gospel. We must not be afraid. He told us if right. they don't receive, shake the dust off your feet. You know, and keep going. But we still have to make sure that we're doing it, and definitely in corporations, we yes. have to be careful. You know, um, even on your lunch break, you know, I remember um, we had we had one situation where we had to deal with because the employer, the employee had their um, screensaver that was a scripture. And this and is in the going, public school. Yes, when this one, that's actually in the state, okay. state um, administration office. Okay. But it actually, the screensaver going across the screen, but there were others there that found it offensive. So oh. she had to remove it. So to me, oh, we get, wow. to me, it's getting to the point where if we're, yeah, people are shutting down. Mm-hmm. And that is out of fear. Right. Yes. Exactly. But Lee, as a pastor, don't you mm-hmm. think we need to be talking about it more from the yes, pulpit? Yes, we do. We do. I mean, our church came back. We had some of our Indian missionaries uh, come back from South Asia and begin to teach our church right. in Woodstock, mm-hmm. Georgia, how to go out and evangelize like they do in mm-hmm. South Asia. And they took them through this harvest training. And now the evangelism and discipleship in our church is growing right. like awesome, gangbusters. Awesome. It's awesome. But it starts yes. in our churches yes, and talking about it like we are today. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think people should go through training. I think yes, that should be a good, it. you know. It gives you confidence. Right, yes, right. And I had this good friend who wrote this book. <laughs> and and um, it says she is strong and courageous. Yes. And it's really about keeping strength, being strong and, and believing what you, and saying what you believe. Exactly. Yeah. Because I think in the, in, in reality, God's going to go before us anyway, right? Yeah. Yes. He's going to make exactly. every crooked path straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to give us the power and authority like you mm-hmm. when yes. you went out and the guy had a knife. I mean, yeah, yeah that's that huge. scares people, but you stood your faith and God showed up. Yeah. Yes. Well, there's a Holy Spirit right. for oh, sure. And I think we have to go back Spirit. to that fact that we know that we know that we know that we have right. the answer. Right. right. Yeah. The answer is And we're Jesus. not alone. Yes. Right. Not right. Alone. And I love preach at all times, use words when necessary. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's Stay great. tuned. Good. We'll be right back with some more of The Christian View. We've been talking about sharing the gospel and sharing our faith. And one thing I want you to know that with the power of the Holy Spirit, we can go out into the role of boldness and share our faith. So thanks for tuning in. But before we close, I'd like you to get to know our co-host because we have such a great co-host up here today. So Trudy, if you could just share briefly who you are and how they get in touch with you. So I'm Trudy Davies Davis, and I'm a wardrobe stylist for The Christian View and other authors and speakers. And so you can find me at um, theimageacademy.com. Amen. Thank you. And and Lee, can you share? I'm Pastor Lee Adams. I pastor New Day Covenant Ministries in Lake City. You can visit us at www.newdaycovenant.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at at Pastor Lee Adams and also Instagram at Pastor Lee Adams. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in today. Please check out our Facebook page. Check out our website. We have an upcoming conference coming soon. And go ahead and subscribe to our newsletter, which is coming out in February. Stay tuned, stay connected, and send those prayer requests in Jesus' name. Have a good day. Bye-bye.